What is going on, everybody? It's your host for the best podcast around. It's your boy, Jeff Owens, JJ Owens25 on Twitter. How's everybody doing today? We got a great show coming for you guys. We're going to be taking a look back at the wild card weekend, at the crazy games. We're going to talk Chiefs versus Colts. We're going to talk playoff curses. And we're even going to review the national championship game last night where Clemson was all in, but Alabama didn't show up. As always, please hit that subscription button on whatever podcast you're listening to. Donate 99s. It doesn't matter. It all goes to a good cause. It helps this podcast stay on the air. It helps me take care of equipment. And it lets me know that I'm doing a good job. So as always, I drop my plug first. It's one commercial, guys. You just got to stay tuned. That way we can get the whole show running. So stay tuned, listen to this plug, and come back and hang out. You ain't going to want to miss today's show. What a national championship game last night. The Clemson Tigers destroyed Alabama, man. And it was great to see Dabo Sweeney just out coach. Nick Saban on every single level. Let me tell you something right now. If that Clemson quarterback was able to register in the draft today, he would be the number one draft pick, period. And you know everybody that was watching with their wives, that's exactly what I think women picture quarterbacks looking like. You know, the long, pretty, blonde hair. I mean – you looked at these guys before the game, and you were like, I, I want them to do it. I just don't know if it can happen. And then it happened. And I was like, jeez, Clemson is killing them. For that receiver on Clemson's teams, I forget his names now. I don't, I don't really care because it's only one of those things that you watch one time, and I'm not ever going to be a Clemson fan. So, But as I was saying – the receiver that just kept making those circus catches. To be the number one player in Alabama, know that you're from Alabama, your whole state's looking at you, and you choose to go to Clemson. I wonder what I wonder how that felt. That that had to be a little bit crazy for him to pick Clemson in the middle of such a rivalry. But, hey, round four went to Clemson. So, all you Tigers fans, you were all in. You went all in. And you all won. Unbelievable. 20-point blowout. If you would have told me that before the game started, that Clemson was going to do what they did to Alabama, I would have laughed. Matter of fact, guys, I started doing this game. It's called uh, Five Live. And you can get that app. And uh, so I started playing Five Alive. And it's an app. It's called Halftime Live. And every night there's two basketball games, two football games, whatever sports is on. And you get to go pick five times. You know, Will Clemson get 325 yards. Anyways, moral of the story is I had Clemson winning. I had him throwing 275 plus yards. I had everything. Then I watched a damn pregame show, which I never do, and everybody picked Alabama. So what did I do? I go back, 
and I cho- I I change it. I went against my gut, guys. I went against my gut, and you know what they say: the gut's always right, especially when it comes to betting. And I lost. I should have went with the gut, but I listened to the damn TV tell me that it couldn't be done. Alabama was going to destroy them. Clemson has never played a team like Alabama. Blah, 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 blah. I freaking listened, and I lost the bet. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because they went in there and they killed it. They destroyed it. Nick Saban, you lost. Not only did you lose in the game, but you lost in the coaching battle. Dabo Sweeney out coached Nick Saban, and like I said, it was so great to see. So great to see. But we got a lot to talk about still, so let's keep it pumping forward. But go Clemson. I'm glad you beat Roll Tide. And if there are any Tigers fans that are all in, which I'm sure there are, you guys are awesome. Moving on, man. Moving on, moving on. I hope you guys are enjoying the show like all. Addressing this team in a victorious locker room. That was the Colts in the locker room after their win against the Houston Texans. What a game for Andrew Luck and the Colts. The Colts take that game 21-7. I don't think the Houston Texans ever showed up. I don't think if any, I don't think anybody called them to let them know that they had a playoff game Saturday or, or what happened. But thank God that there was touchdowns in this game. I mean, I don't know how frustrated I was watching the playoffs this weekend. And seeing so many field goals, man. I, I get it. Defensive game. But come on, man. Offense wins championships. I know that you football heads like to say that defense wins championships. But not in the playoffs, man. If you don't score points, you just won't win. And that's what happened in this game. Deshaun Watson was a flop. He, he couldn't get out of the pocket. He couldn't do anything. Andrew Luck outplayed him. I guess that was a playoff experience right there. The Texans had explosive offense, explosive defense when they needed it, and their special teams even stepped up. So, I mean, all around, the Colts looked like a better team in this game. Like I said, not really much to talk about because the Texans, I think they were asleep at home on the couch and missed this game, but I hope they woke up Sunday to watch the highlights of their replacement players because that's what I was watching in this game. It wasn't... A good game to me, but like I said, it was a game where there was touchdowns. You're not going to do that in Kansas City against Arrowhead, so enjoy it, Colts fans. That was your uh, one win. The curse will be broken. But all in all, the Colts did look good, I'll be honest. Uh, they don't scare me. I don't think they were that explosive, and I think that it proved that the Houston Texans were a flop. That's what happens when you play in an easy division compared to these other teams, you know, so 
That's one thing that I took away from this game. So looking forward to the next matchup in Kansas City on January 12th at 325 at Arrowhead Stadium. And I will be there. Break the curse, Chiefs. 23 years since we won a game at home. That's unbelievable. And the Colts are 5-0 and against us in the playoffs. So it's time to end that curse. You guys haven't seen anything like our team. So we're going to show up. That's enough with that Colts game. Let's move on to the Chicago Bears game. Boy, do we got something to talk about there. That's been waged out here tonight, as it so often does. 43-yard attempt from the right hash mark. And, oh, he hits the upright again. That's impossible. What a game that was. You know, if you were like me, there was 58 seconds left in this game. And I swore to God that the Eagles lost it. It was over. I said, Mitchell Trubisky is going to drive the field. They're going to kick a field goal. And they're going to beat the Eagles. Oh, my God, was I wrong. I could not believe what I saw in this game. And this is the kind of stuff that gets me so excited to watch playoff football. I mean, this is what playoff football is all about. That's what this game showed. You just never know what's going to happen in playoff football. And what a game. I couldn't believe it. The Eagles are flying high because of a missed field goal. I mean, if the miracles just don't keep going for this Eagles team. If you guys don't remember, they were a six seed last year when Wentz got hurt in the last game of the season and won the Super Bowl with a backup quarterback in Nick Foles. Carson Wentz gets hurt again. Nick Foles comes in. Last four games of the season, Eagles are done. If they don't win out, Nick Foles goes to L.A., beats the Rams. Everything works out. The Eagles get in the playoffs. And another miracle happens. Unbelievable. Nick Foles, you deserve to go somewhere and start. You're not a backup quarterback, and you proved it. I know that a missed field goal got you that got you that chance, but did you see Nick Foles drive on his last drive to hit Golden Tate for that touchdown? Golden Tate is another one. Everybody gave the Eagles shit for getting Golden Tate. He wasn't worth it. He was washed up. He was old. (laughs) How'd you like that, Chicago? That's what playoff football is about. It got me excited. After a shitty weekend of games that just weren't good to me, I finally got the March Madness ending I was waiting for in the 2019 in a NFL playoffs. It was amazing. I mean, Nick Foles has proved it. And Carson Wentz, sorry, bud, but you're a flop. 
The Eagles play better when Nick Foles is their quarterback. And I understand that he will not be their starting quarterback. I understand that Carson Wentz is the future, but they just play better when Nick's in. Sorry, guys. You may not like that, but the Eagles just play better when Foles is in charge. So NFL teams, there's a good quarterback that's about to be on the market. Where's he heading? I think he'll stay in the division and he'll go to the Redskins. I understand that a lot of people say that Dex Prescott is on borrowed time. I think he's a joke. That's me. But I say Nick Foles goes to the Washington Redskins and the Redskins win that division next year. The Eagles won't win with with Carson Wentz. Period. It's been proven. But I mean, what a story. What a story for Nick Foles. Two years ago, he thought he was done. He was about to go home, career over, and wait a minute, the phone rung, and now he's got a ring on his finger, and now they're the sixth seed again, and he's doing it again. I mean, can they get to the Super Bowl two years in a row as a sixth seed? I believe they got the best shot. I believe that the Rams are overrated. I believe the Saints are not as good as everybody thinks. I really think that Drew Brees isn't as good as everybody talks about. Cowboys, you're delusional if you're picking them. The Eagles by far got the best shot out of the NFC. Period. Point blank. They proved it this weekend. The Cowboys weren't good. We'll find out next weekend how the Saints and Rams play. I think one of them will lose. And I, I, I think it's going to be the Saints. <laughs> Sorry, Drew. This ain't the ninth. Open the race. I'll tell you. We came in to play a full quarter football game, and uh, and we did. You know, I know at times it looked like we had gotten a nice little lead, but that team fought back. That team played hard, and uh, no, this is a tough place to play. But I feel like the first time we played them, we played our game. Today, I, I think we played our game. Our defense was outstanding. You held that team under 100 yards rushing. I don't think no one's played that team the way our defense played them today. I was really impressed with the way our defense stepped up, especially playing little guys inside and not playing with our linebackers. So uh, my hat goes off to Gus Bradley, his staff, and they did an outstanding job all week of getting that defense ready for this unconventional style offense. Now, offensively, you know, at times we struggled executing two plays in a row, but uh, we did move the ball when we needed to move the ball. And, uh, you know, Badgley did a heck of a job at making his field goals today. It made a big difference in this game. Overall, I was pleased with our effort. It was, uh, it was definitely a complimentary win. That was the Los Angeles Rams coach in a press conference after their win against the Ravens. Man, I got a lot of family that are Ravens fans and still trying to figure out what's going on. What happened? Why didn't Hardball put Flacco in? 
I know that crowd wanted Flacco. I know I was waiting for Flacco. And I know for a fact that Flacco was ready for Flacco. You saw him over there putting his helmet on, talking about, Coach, put me in. But how about Hardball standing up for Lamar Jackson and saying, we don't play that bandwagon. Hardball said, we got here because of number four, and we're going to stick with number four because in Baltimore, we don't play bandwagon fan shit, which I thought I respected it. You know, you, that's the future. Flacco's done. The Ravens have already said that Lamar Jackson is their future. So Flacco's done. And I think Hardball sticking to his guns showed that he had faith in Lamar Jackson. I mean, come on. Your young quarterbacks, you, you just can't take them out because you're losing. You got to give them that playoff uh experience you know without that you're gonna even tom brady loses playoff games you know i know that people like to think of him as superman but that's just not the fact he's lost all the great ones have lost breeze rogers rivers i mean come on so hardball shout out to you for sticking with lamar jackson but let's be real The Chargers ate him up. I think it's going to be a Chargers-Chiefs rematch in the AFC Championship now. I don't think Tom Brady can beat the Chargers. And to be honest, Phillip Rivers and the Chargers are kind of scaring me. I mean, that's just being honest What I've seen so far, and I know it's only been one week, the Chargers are by far the best team in the playoffs. And let me tell you this. All that shit about defense wins championships, not this year. You don't believe me? You say, Jeff, that's crazy. Oh, no, not this year. The two best defenses in the NFL, the Seahawks and the Ravens, are at home watching the rest of the playoffs. All you have left is explosive offenses. The only team right now that legitly has a chance when it comes to defense are the Chargers and the Saints. If they lose this weekend, every single team in the playoffs has a shitty defense but an explosive offense, which makes me excited for once. I mean, you guys got to give me a break here, but you guys got to be tired of watching these Super Bowls where they're either a lopsided victory or it's six to three the whole game. The last five Super Bowls, I'm going to say, The damn commercials were better than the game. And you got to be real with me. Seahawks throwing the ball and interception on the one-yard line. (laughs) Jackass. That was a shitty Super Bowl. 
when Peyton Manning threw 50 touchdowns and went to the Super Bowl and got his ass kicked by Russell Wilson. Cam Newton in a Super Bowl? Brady with a comeback? I mean, honestly, the best Super Bowl in the last, I'm going to say 10 years, was watching Nick Foles be a sixth seed and walk all over the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I want to see a 65 to 60 Super Bowl. I'm not exaggerating. I want to see two teams step up and keep the fans in the game from beginning to end. I want the game to be so good that you're pissed off that there's a halftime show. And please, for once... From all us fans, can we get a good halftime show? I don't know about you guys, but I am so sick of watching football and having the Imagine Dragons and Nickelback. Sorry, Lady Gaga, but the football crowd ain't your following. Stop making us watch this shit, NFL You got to keep the fans from beginning to end. And when you're putting Britney Spears in between, it kind of drags us down. I understand it's a different audience and it's all about the revenue, really. It's all about the million-dollar commercials, the halftime show. But damn it, I have invested, and so have a lot of you, so much time into a season that I don't got time to listen to Britney Spears at halftime. To a football fan, the Super Bowl should be all about the fucking game. And if I'm wrong here, then tell me, but that's me. I want to see a football game. I don't care about the commercials. I don't care about the halftime show. How did you like that rant? That rant all started because of the Phillip Rivers and the Chargers walking over the Ravens. I just want to see a good Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Look, I can't even say it right. I'm so excited. I want to see a high-scoring game. I want to see fans twitch, run outside, be pissed off because they got to wait 15, 20 minutes for them to break down a stage so we can get back to the third quarter. With that being said, the Chargers annihilated the Ravens. Bye-bye, birdies. It's time to move on. Next, we got the Cowboys versus the Seahawks. I wasn't impressed. I don't have much to say about this. Dax Prescott's on borrowed time. I don't think the Cowboys played that great. I don't even think the Seahawks deserve to be in the playoffs. I had actually somebody comment on my YouTube channel the other day and tell me that Russell Wilson is better than Patrick Mahomes will ever be. Where you at now, buddy? Are you on the couch with Russell talking about how you can't wait to see Patrick Mahomes in the 
playoffs? Playoffs? We're talking about playoffs, and you ain't in them. Russell Wilson has always been a flop. The only reason why he got to the Super Bowl and won it was because he had beast mode. You see when he throws it on the one-yard line, what happens? Some guy that was cooking chicken a week ago took your ball from you. His name was Malcolm Butler. Did I just haunt you, Seahawks? Malcolm. That's all I got to say when I talk about Russell Wilson and his flop of a career is Malcolm Butler. So I'm done talking about that game because it's time to move on to the exciting point for a lot of my fan base. It's time to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Colts. Oh, how fun this is about to get. And boys and girls, am I excited about this one? Saturday, January 12th at 325. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs will play the Indianapolis Colts and Andrew Locke. Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> That's what we should have answered right there. That would have been perfect, huh? Man, 50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards. But he hasn't won the big game yet. You know, sometimes I talk to my wife to get the ideas flowing, you know, to get the, just get the wheels turning. And last night I said to her, you know, I'm kind of nervous. I said, he hasn't won the big game. Seahawks. Rams. Patriots when a playoff team I don't care about that Bengals game okay so you see for Chiefs fans that want to say you're we're one and three <laughs> I'm gonna say we're zero and three in big games I don't care about that Cincinnati ass kicking doesn't matter they're not even in the playoffs so what's that tell you the other three made the playoffs you know so, with that being said, had we won one of those games, the Seahawks, the Rams, or the Patriots, really the Rams and the Patriots, Seattle not so much. I mean, they got knocked out in the first game, so goes to show you. But those big games, that Rams and Patriots, prime time, whole world watching you if he could have just won one one of those games i'd be comfortable right now i'd be real comfortable don't get me wrong i have a lot of confidence in our quarterback i got a lot of confidence in our roster but we've been here before 
same place, same team. Will it be a different outcome this time? I know we had Trent Green and Matt Castle running our teams when we got beat. But let's be honest. The Colts are 5-0 and against us. Five times they knocked us out of the playoffs. Five times in Arrowhead they've knocked us off. You starting to get what I'm saying here? This could go either way, but I got the best outcome for you guys. Patrick Mahomes. 50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards, 0-3 in big primetime games, 0-5 against the Colts, not Mahomes, but the Chiefs, and add a little bit of we haven't won a game in Arrowhead in the playoffs since 1993. Here you go, Patrick. You haven't won the big game yet. Oh, by the way, the Colts are the team that always knocks us out at home. Oh, and we haven't won since 1993 in this place. Take that stress. If you already weren't dealing with, you haven't won the big game and everything else. You see, every time the spotlight's been on him, He's had his worst games. Four turnovers against the Rams. Five when we played the Patriots. Storybook ending. He wins the first playoff game since 1993. He does it to the team they could never beat. We play the Patriots in the AFC Championship. He gets redemption against the Patriots. We go to the Super Bowl. We play the Rams. And he gets his redemption in the biggest game of his life. Take that to the bank because that's how the storybook's going to end. Andrew Luck will throw three, but Pat's going to throw six. That's what's going to happen. The defense is going to step up. Remember, when you can put points up, you only need two to three big stops, and then they got to play catch-up. And nobody can play catch-up with the Kansas City Chiefs. That's how this story's gonna end. The Colts ain't better than us, and they damn sure don't got a better quarterback than us. Jared Goff was good all season. Tom Brady is the GOAT. Andrew Luck is just Andrew Luck, the guy who took, had been Peyton Manning's spot. <laughs> Come on. 
What has he done, though? Hasn't got it done. That's what I know. But we're going to get it done. I don't care. You tell your mama. You tell your daddy. I don't care who talks shit to you and says the Chiefs are going to choke in their first playoff game like always and look them in their eyes and just say, Mahomes, Hill, Watkins, Barry, Chris Johnson. I can go and go and go, but the point is the only thing that can stop us from doing what we set out to do is Andy Reid. Andy Reid, from all us Chiefs fans, don't push on the brake pedal. Put that bitch in drive and let it run into the wall. Let them boys play. I don't want to see nothing conservative, even if we're up by 68. Not this time. Never again, Andy Reid. Go show them that they've been wrong about you. Turn that conservative switch off, and it's time to go get a Super Bowl because if you can't do it with this roster, you're never going to do it. That's my take on the Chiefs-Colts. Stand up, Chiefs Kingdom. I will be out there live. I'm going to be there when we break the curse. I will be there to witness history. I want everybody there to make some noise. Message me if you're there and you want to see me. I love you guys. Go Chiefs Kingdom. We are all praying that you break this curse. Love you guys. Have a great day. And get ready for this history-setting weekend. I'm out, guys. You have fun. Hashtag Chiefs Kingdom on everything. Hashtag Break the Curse on everything. Go take to social media and tell them that you better go listen to the best podcast in town. Jeff TV. Tomahawk Talk, Chiefs Kingdom, those are the social media sites, and I'm out. Did you know Pi 5 makes calzones now? Head on over to Pi 5 in Westport, ask for Kylie, and use coupon code JeffTV. If you use the coupon code JeffTV, Kylie will give you a buy one, get one free calzone. Remember, head on over to Pi 5 in Westport. If you like pizza like I like pizza, you'll definitely love Pie 5 pizza. And moving on to the playoff predictions, I can't believe this one myself. The Kansas City Chiefs are actually a five-point underdog at home. I guess I can understand it. We talked about this earlier, but as always, I'm going to have to go with my Kansas City Chiefs. 
This one, I got the Chiefs winning 35-14 and moving on to the AFC Championship game. Oh, how sweet that sounds. Next game, we got the Chargers versus the Patriots. And actually, this is pretty crazy. The Patriots are 13-point underdogs in Foxborough. I've never seen that before especially with Tom Brady in the playoffs. Everybody knows this is when Tom Brady comes alive. It doesn't matter about the regular season. The Patriots always show up in the postseason. But as a surprise twist, that's right. I had the Ravens going to Kansas City for the AFC Championship, but I think I'm going to change it up. I think Phillip Rivers goes in there and hands an ass-whooping to our favorite fruitcake, Tom Brady. I know that probably offended some people, but hey, I don't like the Patriots, and I hope you don't either. Moving on to the NFC, Dallas Cowboys play the Los Angeles Rams, and I'm sorry, Cowboys fans, but your playoff run is over. This is going to be an ass whooping. I probably got the Rams winning by 28. I mean, if I'm going to be honest, I don't think Dax Prescott can handle the pressure of knowing that he has to score. Cowboys fans, it was fun, but it's over for you guys. I got the Rams moving on to the NFC Championship. Now for them Philly cheesesteak boys. Philly versus the Saints. And I'm sorry, but once again, Drew Brees, bye-bye. I got Philly pulling it off once again and going to their second straight NFC title game. I've already told you guys I want to see the Eagles play the Chiefs. I want to see Doug Peterson versus Andy Reid. It's going to make Andy Reid step up because he knows that Doug Peterson is a good coach. So that was this week's playoff picks. Let me know who you got. As always, Jeff Owens 21 at yahoo.com. Send me those emails. Send me the message on podcast. Do whatever you got to do. You guys got to stay engaged with me. I'm putting in so much work, and I, I want to hear from you guys. I know you guys are listening. My listens have taken off. I want to thank all every single one of you guys for support head on over to my youtube page type in jeff tv tv j-e-f-f space tv chiefs c-h-i-e-f-s my youtube page will show right up you'll see it go subscribe I told you guys, my goal at the end of all this is to have the biggest Chiefs, NFL, whatever you are, fans listening to me, watching me, watching my boys, Marco, Michael, yeah, Aaron, shout out to Tomahawk Talk. Those boys are doing big things. Head over to the Tomahawk Talk Facebook page. And also, check out the Chiefs Kingdom page. Follow both of those. Leave a comment so we know that you're a new follower. 
Tell us who you got in the playoffs. Tell them Jeff's TV's podcast sent you there. Like I said, Tomahawk Talk on Facebook. Chiefs Kingdom on Facebook. At JJ Owens 25 on Twitter and Jeff Owens 21 on Yahoo. Those are all the ways. Also, I got merch coming soon, so be prepared for that. But you guys have a great weekend this weekend. I'm going to be at the Chiefs game. I can't wait. I hope to be part of history, and I hope Mahomes can break the curse. Come on, guys. It's been 23 years. I love you guys. Thank you for listening, and I'll be back next week.